Oh, summer's here and it's time to relax. Hold on, wait, summer's here, but we've got work to do. Hi, we're Brandon and Megan Giggling, and we help people begin their personal growth journeys. This summer, we're bringing you the Summer Growth Series, two months of quick episodes packed with practical steps and advice you can use right now to jumpstart your growth journey. Already into personal development? Don't worry, there's plenty of good tips here for you too. You ready? This is the Fools in Love Podcast. Y'all, welcome back to the Summer Growth Series. I am so pumped to be back here. It's week two. Week two. And if you missed it last week, y'all, we were talking all about creating habits in the week one. So if you haven't, head back and just listen to that one as well. You won't want to miss it. Today, we're going to talk about a really important topic, I think, throughout this whole journey. And it's really just learning to love yourself, where you're currently at, recognizing where you're at, and then being able to move forward. I think a lot of times we focus so much on other people and where they're at and what they need from us and how we can show up and serve them well. And we kind of forget about the idea of loving ourselves. And a lot of times it can cause us to stumble probably way more than we realize. I think for me that as I grow older and I look back, I kind of realize how much I truly didn't love myself as I was younger. Like for me, there was always a reason that I wasn't as good as somebody else or there was a reason why I didn't feel worthy of whatever that was. And I'm so glad that as I've gotten older, I've also gotten wiser. But I think it's still a topic we all struggle with. I think that learning to love yourself just as you are can be very difficult and very challenging and take many of us far too long. I think that, you know, if we're being honest, many of us struggle into our 30s and even 40s before we can really be like, this is not this is who I am and like an I can't change way, but like this is who I am currently today and I love myself where I'm at and where I've been. And despite all the past mistakes I've made and despite all the things that I've been through. Yeah, I think what I really want people to do today, rather than just hearing it, And then hearing it at the surface level, I want them to really take the time because like I do this a lot. I take the time to look at myself in the mirror and really think about where I've been, the things that I've accomplished, the things that maybe I did trip up, but how they defined my journey and helped me along the way. Because a lot of times we can look at the negatives and say, this is why I'm I'm at where I'm at. But you really, when you look at it in the negative lens, you kind of miss the fact that all those things were shaping, molding, and chiseling you as uncomfortable as they were into the person that you are today. Those aren't lost things. The more you can figure out and identify and look at yourself and be real with yourself for the first time ever, the more you can realize that those things that have happened to you Some of those things, as hard as they were, and trust me, y'all, I know I don't know the things you've gone through, but as hard as they were, they there has to be ways that they were helpful for you as well. Mm -hmm. I think one of the most practical things we can have people do today, and this is because I've sat and done a lot of work on this recently myself, but is just to sit and write out, like write out some of the things in the past that you have not yet really forgiven yourself for? Like, what are those things that are holding you back in your life? What are those things that you continue to ruminate far beyond where you should be ruminating? 
you know, they happened six years ago, but yet you still can't help but think about them. Those kind of things. Like, what are those trip ups for you? Write them out. Write them out because that's where you need to start. The things right there that are holding you back from loving yourself are those things that you will not forgive yourself for, the things that you just think about without meaning to, the things that are just always there with you, like sitting a heavy weight on your heart. And when you can list those out, the second you can give some of those, even on paper, they lose a little bit of the power because you're you're calling them. You're like, hey, this is, have I solved it yet? No, I have not. But at least I can write it down. I can give it a name. I can talk about what it is and start there. Write out that list. So can I ask when you did that, like when you went through this process of writing out this list, were there things on there once you started to open up and kind of peel back the onion that surprised you that were even on there? Or were you pretty aware of the things that were tripping you up? I guess my question is like, as you start to dig in, does it kind of become more clear as you start to reflect like on what those things really are? And were there more things there than you even thought? I, well, I love this question because number one, I thought that I was super aware. And for the most part, I was sure. It's not like I didn't have a place to start writing, but I think that as I was writing, my brain opened up to like more things that were probably a little deeper that I didn't know that like there were things on the surface of course that I knew but there were also things that I just wasn't really thinking about that were somehow there like they weren't the things that were visibly holding me back they weren't the things that I was ruminating about but yet they were somehow lurking so yeah I mean it's a good exercise and not only to figure out the ones that you are aware of but also to figure out what is hiding beneath (laughs) Mm -hmm. do you think it's helpful that I mean I can't speak to this I haven't done that process but do you think it's helpful that because I've heard of this, this is why I asked the question. But when you go back to the past, you meet yourself where you are currently to that person in the past when that happened, and you can kind of speak to that, speak into that person and say, Look, it's going to be all right, like we're going to get through this, this happened, but we're on the other side, or like we're working on getting to the other side. Do you think that it's useful to? Try to like speak to your past self and say, hey, that's all right. We can let this go now. We don't need to let this define us anymore. I think that's exactly the point of this episode, honestly, B. Like, I think that that's when you can say that to yourself, that's where you start loving yourself. When you can be like, hey, this happened. This is the real deal. This is what I'm really going with. But also, you're going to make it out of this. But also, you're loved. But also, you're worthy. Like, that's where you start to understand, like, you are not defined by your past. You're not defined by your mistakes. You are defined by who you are right now and the changes and the choices that you're making currently and how much you've grown and learned and changed over those times. I think a lot of times we focus, we focus so much I know I'm guilty of this, on what other people think, on what other people feel about us, on how other people defined us. And we had to show up as this type of person to be that person for somebody else, to be this way because that's what someone else defined me as. We spend so much time, y'all, thinking about what other people could possibly think of us, and we lose track of what we think about ourselves. And I would say the person that it matters most how they feel is yourself, y'all. It is. It doesn't matter what anyone else thinks. It doesn't matter how they expect you to show up. What do you think? And that's what we're challenging with today. You have to spend that time. And I'm going to say you need to set aside time to look in the mirror today. Talk to yourself as crazy and woo-woo as you think that might sound. It helps, y'all. 
because you need to get inside your brain and unlock some of these things that have been shackling you for years and release that. Because just like you said, Meg, once you start to dig into it, once you even wrote it down, you didn't even have to speak it to anyone else. You wrote it down and it freed you even a little bit from all the turmoil that you were letting build up in your heart for how many years? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, I love that you said that it doesn't really matter so much what other people think because it's actually, I wanted to kind of turn that a little bit on its side because I know there are people out there that if you ask them to write down the good things about them, and I know I'm speaking to someone directly right now, I know it, I know it, that they would not be able to find one good thing that they loved about themselves. They would not, and I'm getting emotional even saying it because I know that you can, I know you're listening, that you don't know what's good about you. And if you feel like that right now, then I want you to reach out to somebody. I want you to reach out to your loved ones and say, what do you love about me? Because you need to start building that list and you need to find someone who can tell you what the good things are about you so that you can start believing them yourself. It's powerful. I mean, we all, all of you, I don't have to know you. I don't have to know you personally. I don't have to ever spoken to you in my life. I know we all have positive things, positive attributes, things that like you all have gifts that I couldn't possibly imagine having. You all have strengths that I wish I had, that other people wish they had. So don't ever think that just because you don't have this, that this person has, or you don't have that, that that person has, that you don't have something to offer because we were all put on this earth with something to offer with our own gifts. What are your gifts? And you can't say nothing. You can't come up with a list and have nothing there. I, I challenge you to come up with a list and I want you to write five things that you love about yourself. Put those down. And whether you can do that today or it's going to take you a week or it's going to take you a month, you start reflecting and thinking about that because you will open Pandora's box for your feelings, negative or positive, and set them free to get you to a place where you can feel so much better about standing on your own two feet. And listen... When you have that list, you save that list because that's exactly what we want you to come back to on the days where it is challenging to love yourself, on the days that you feel like you failed, on the days that you feel like you just don't understand where to go next or how you could possibly move on. Like There are going to be hard days and you have to love yourself through them. You have to love yourself when you're not feeling your best. You have to love yourself when you're not feeling your strongest. So how can you do that? You go back to that list and you remember all the reasons that you are worthy of loving yourself. You remember those reasons because they're right there in front of you in black and white. Right. And then once you have that list, like, what do you do? What do you do from there? What you do from there is you define some things on that list and you start to reflect. And you're going to get to a place, because I did myself, that you don't really know what to do with that list. Like, I have this list. I don't really know what to do because I found things that I liked about myself and I found places where I could improve. But then I don't know what to do with that list. And what I did is I found podcasts, I found books, I found things speaking specifically to my problem for people that were further down the line than I was, or maybe they're just in it with me and it makes me feel more normal. But I looked into what I could do to try to figure that out. And I read a lot of books, y'all. I listen to podcasts still constantly to this day because I'm a work in progress, just like all of you are. So I think what I hear you saying is you almost have two lists. You have a list of your positive attributes, and then you have a list of things that you know you want to work on that you want to love yourself for, but there's still some work to do. Right. And you know why I did that? And because it's going to happen to all of you, and we've already touched on it. When you start to talk about and try to think about the positive things, your mind immediately goes to the negative. You will be shocked at how conditioned you are 
to go to the negative space and the negative things and all the negative things are so easy to pull up. Yeah, I could pull up 15 things, the things I've done wrong in the last week. It's very hard to think about the things that I've done well. Mm-hmm. It's just human nature. We like are pulling for the negative. And if you don't shift your mindset to get to a place where you can look more positive, you're going to have that negative list. To me, though, it shouldn't be a negative list. The reason I defined it the way I did is it should be a list where you have areas of improvement. Not that I'm kicking myself to say I'm not doing this well. It's just like, hey, could I improve here? Yes, I could. Okay, how can I do that? Let me find this podcast. Let me hear this book. Let me talk to this person, whatever it is, and start to define that list. And I'm going to say, you might get to a place where you've done that. Maybe you're already in that spot. If I'm speaking to you and you've already gone through this journey and you've listened to the podcast every week and you've heard the books and you've gotten that feeling in your heart that you want to do something more, but you don't know how to push past it, then maybe it's time to talk to a coach, to talk to a therapist, to schedule an appointment, to do that thing. I've struggled with that idea myself, y'all. Like, should I do that? Because I got to a place where I'm like, I hit a wall and I don't know where to go any further. And if you, you don't want to be holding yourself back, if you can grow further and further, why are you giving yourself a ceiling? Blow that ceiling out and put people aside you and put resources beside you that you can go out and then go even further than you imagined. Right. And one of the best ways that I've really found to be able to do that, to be able to create an environment where I believe that I am in control of loving myself, I think is just to make sure that your environment reflects that kind of positivity. Like leaving notes to yourself, leaving notes to somebody you love, putting quotes on the wall. Like I remember before we moved, it's not a quote, but before we moved in our bathroom, uh, there was like a little sticker, like a, is it a sticker decal maybe? I don't know. Yeah. Like a window, window decal. And it said, you are beautiful. And I stuck that in the corner of our bathroom window. And it was a reminder, bathroom window, bathroom mirror. That's what I mean. The bathroom mirror as a reminder to both me and our daughter, we are beautiful right here. We are loved right here. Like, whether you're looking at that at 5 a.m. and your eyes are bleary and horrible looking and your hair is crazy, or you're looking at that when it's the most done up you've ever been, doesn't matter because you're beautiful and that's not really so much your looks. It's your inside, it's your soul and everything else. So anything like that is super helpful too. Like just visual reminders everywhere of who you are and what you're meant to be, like that you are loved, that you are cherished. And also guys, it's summer, so I'm just gonna say it right here. Stop worrying about what other people think about your bathing suits, about your short shorts, about the romper, whatever you're wearing, the tank top, if you have an arm issue, the tank top, whatever the thing is, like wear what makes you feel good about you. If you feel good in a bathing suit, wear it, regardless of whatever you think that the people down the beach are going to say. Who cares what the people down the beach are going to say, you guys? Like it does not matter. If you want to wear the bikini, wear the bikini. If you want to cover up a little bit more, sure, do that. Like, if you want to wear the shortest shorts, like, I don't care what you're wearing because guess what? I think that it's important how you feel in them. And if you want to feel loved, then you got to feel comfortable in your own skin. So do that. That's right. I think the thing there too is just the confidence level. Like, people can be really confident in the workplace. They can really be really confident in a role, but then they're not confident with their own body. Take the confidence that you have in other areas of your life and put it into places where you're struggling and let that flow through you. Like that positive energy from that space will come into this space. Ultimately, y'all, I'm going to leave you with this. You need to start seeing yourself as God sees you. And God sees you as 
not perfect. I mean, you're, but you are his child. He's going to love you anyway. And so you don't have to be perfect. Nobody walking the earth is perfect. Anyone you compare yourself with, us on this podcast, anyone else you listen to is not perfect. You don't have to be perfect, but you do have to love yourself. And that's the most important thing on this journey. Guys, if you enjoyed this episode, please, please, please review us on Apple Podcasts. Leave us a good one. And we'd also love to hear from you on social media. We are at Fools in Love. Love y'all.